Programming for Toronto's Irish Community on AM 1430 Fairchild Radio. Trushant, like Yolagus Crack, like Ken Agus Merck, is Misha Kalinanyani Tovin, Miss Universe Ireland, Gavilis Shaktiag. And now the end is near, and so I face the final curtain, my friend. I'll say it clear, I'll state my case, of which I'm certain. I've lived a life that's full, I traveled each and every highway, and more, much more than this, I did it. My way Regrets I've had a few But then again Too few to mention I did What I had to do Saw it through Without exemption I planned each charted course, each careful step along the byway, and more, much more than this, I did it my way. Yes, there were times, I'm sure you knew. It off more than I could chew, but through it all, when there was doubt, I ate it up and spit it out. I faced it all, and I stood tall and did it. my fill my share of losing and now as tears subside I find it all so amusing to think I did all that and may I say not in a shy way no, oh no, not me. I did it my way. For what is a man? What has he got? If not himself, then he has not. Oh! 
it was Uh, yes, Remind folks, you're welcome to Keologus Crack, and I didn't play that just because I was in Vegas this week, Yeah, but that was a special occasion yesterday, Mark. Yeah, thanks for doing that. My dad's 23rd anniversary, so he did it his way, he but did. that was his favorite tune, so um, thanks for doing that. No problem at all. Yes, he. Uh, that was his party song, so yeah. he would sing that song. He sang it very well. He sang for the Pope when the Pope visited Ireland. He was selected out of... Out of a leash, uh, um, out of leash to represent leash in a choir of thirty-two people. Did he sing that one? Uh, no, I didn't sing that one for the Pope. <laughs> Ave Maria, I believe, oh, was the lovely. one that was tuned there. Um, but uh, yeah, thanks for doing that. Twenty-three years. Ah, it's easier to talk about it now. I suppose it makes you sad. Yeah, we had the. Uh, your daddy, likes <laughs> your daddy likes that song too. <laughs> I hope he's able to listen to it. Right? <laughs> That's what <laughs> you told listening. me yesterday. Yeah, when I right. sent that to you, you're, you're a brat. I told him about it last night. So good, anyway. Good. No, that's it. We uh, we got to see uh, and stand and raise a glass to your dad there when we, we were back in yeah, Leash there yeah. a couple of years ago. So that Absolutely. Was, uh, it was a nice little honour to be able to do that. Very good. Irish, anyway. Irish show, but not an Irish tune, but thanks for that memorialising oh, yeah. that way. That's great. No problem at all. No problem at all. So uh, we have a, a busy show today. We do indeed. And a very uh, Limerick-themed show. I know. As well. Will we survive it? Uh, we might, we <laughs> might, just about. We uh, we obviously have Diane Flanagan here in studio today, and not just to talk about the big event that'll be coming up here in March, <laughs> but also uh, we'll also be talking about your charity efforts here in town as well. Yep. So we'll uh, we'll look forward to having you on, and we also have uh, singer, songwriter, and author Johnny Doohan will be joining us live from. Well, I don't know if he's in Limerick, but he was born in Limerick. I think Limerick. he's living in Galway now, but yeah. we'll see where he's calling in from anyway. But he will be calling in from Ireland, so we'll have that on good. a little bit later on. So. Good stuff, good stuff. Well, there's a bit of sports going on. We've there got is some a little bit, all right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and a very uneventful game, but there was an outcome at one there stage. There was, a final. So Currafin have beaten Moorfield from Kildare, so Currafin are back into the club final again. All right. And they'll either play a Nemo Rangers or Slot Neil from Derry, and they're all getting started now at about half eleven. Okay, very good. What um, was the final score? And did you get a final I score? Know, I don't know. Seven six, eight six. All right, it was five two, two after f- forty five minutes, with yeah. a man sent off after ten seconds for <laughs> apparently standing on somebody. But that was yeah. Corrifin played the entire false. game with fourteen men, My apart goodness. from ten seconds, and they won the game. So it's incredible great achievement. Yeah. And uh, on the golfing side, McDowell is playing wow. well. Where has he been? That's the first bit of golf I watched yesterday in ages. Mm-hmm. And, um, of course, they never took the cameras off Tiger, even yeah. though he was six over. Yeah. And yeah. they barely showed McDowell. But uh, the highlights that you could get when they did show it, he was playing quite well. Good, good. Made a massive putt. And Rory is not too far behind him. He's two under. Striking distance. And as the one of the announcers said, if if he had just been given a couple of inches either side, he was, he was yeah. very close, although he did three putt one he missed a two footer that you'd yeah. snap your own putter over I don't <laughs> know how he kept his cool on that one but anyway and uh, League of Ireland kicked off last weekend with yes. the President's Cup and well. uh, Cork won 4-2 over Dundalk in that match right. and then last night was the league kicking off and uh, Bray who were in a bit of trouble mm-hmm. uh, last year got off to uh, an exciting nil-nil result over Dun- with Dundalk uh, St. Pat's lost to Cork 3-2, Waterford beat Derry 2-1, and Bowes came from behind after going down 1-0 to Shams in the uh, in a Dublin Derby match there. They beat them 3-1. 
and my Sligo Rovers play Limerick a little bit later <laughs> oh. on today. So more Limerick stuff. In- interesting. <laughs> yes. Interesting. Yes, All yes. right. And uh, rugby, uh, the provinces are back playing. Leinster are on right now against Scarlet, so we'll have to check in on the mm. results of that. Connacht went down, unfortunately, to th- for the second time this season to Zebra mm. in the sports ground uh, they lost last night. 11-19 and Ulster lost to Edinburgh 16-17 so well, yeah. we'll see how Leinster and Munster do today Munster are playing Cardiff um, a little bit later on too, so well, there's a, a relatively unheralded uh, football game on today which I think deserves an awful lot more attention than it gets the Sigerson Cup final is on between uh, UCD and NUIG uh, UCD lost the final last year and um it's very interesting. Some of the lads that are playing in these games. So there's a Sligo connection here. The captain of the Sligo team is playing for NUIG, and so he'll also be playing for Sligo tomorrow. Oh, so a lot of these fellows, the, mid, the row, midfield pairing for uh, for the UCD team are from Kerry. They'll oh. be lining out for Kerry tomorrow. There's one player who's played seven hours of football in the last two weeks. Seven hours of competitive football. Seven My hours. Yeah. Really? It doesn't sound like a lot, but that's, oh, a, lot. that's a lot of football. That's <laughs> a lot of running around. So, uh, so if you're a student, uh, you know, forget about it. Fix your congestion all over the map. But um, it's still a, a very, um, a very important, uh, very important event in, um, in 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 Gaelic football and hurling. Yeah. yeah. Curry and Monaghan go at it. Uh, yeah. Today and then in Division Two, Cavan and Meath. Sligo and Fermanagh and Derry and Offaly in Division Three and Waterford and Carlow. Your lads have a, a week off. This ha- week have they leash no 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 football for them I but the hurling communion on a leash maybe. there must be yeah you have Antrim tomorrow I think in yes. the, in the hurling or maybe it's today I think it is today yeah I think yeah, it is so today as well go. good uh, Tip and Wexford are uh, are on uh, today actually no it's all tomorrow there's Clare and Cork that's uh, that should be a good one all right okay yeah uh, so and Waterford and Kilkenny Kilkenny with no points so far in the league so Kilkenny have no points at all no. Yeah, so all right. And they're up against Waterford, so we'll yeah. see what happens there. And Limerick and Dublin are on as well tomorrow. So oh, that'll be a good so game. The round of Gal- Galway and Offaly will be playing as well. So there you go. Good, That's the round good. of the Hurling. We're up to speed. All right, very good. Did you hear about West Brom there? They were over on a... They were in Spain on no. a little bit of a you know get-together after a, a winter break and a bit of training. <laughs> and four of them stole a taxi. Stole one. Yeah, there was a taxi. There was nobody in it, <laughs> and they took it and they went to McDonald's, and then took it and left it outside their hotel room. <laughs> and uh, I believe Johnny Evans was one of them. So oh there boy. is an Irish contingent in there. Oh yeah, this is his and, idea. And uh, they've made a, a big apology to oh. fans and the yeah. club and everything else. But there will be some disciplinary action. <laughs> Apparently, one of the <laughs> the actions the club w- made them play in the FA Cup today. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they are tomorrow whenever they're playing. Anyway. That's it on the sporting front. Right. What kind of tunes did you, oh, we got did a load you pick of a theme here, no? Uh, yeah, I had a love theme well, last weekend for Did you? Valentine's for Valentine's, yeah. There's a little bit. There's love in the studio, but uh, <laughs> but no, it's not a, it's not necessarily a theme. But we got the, <laughs> we have the Limerick theme anyway today. Yeah, that's true. But these lads are from Dublin, and um, I had kind of forgotten about these fellas for a while. We've played a little bit of them before. They're called the Young Folk, and yes. uh, they're really good. They're from Dublin, and... Um, I found this in my music thing in, in the car the other day, and I thought, gosh, we should give them lads a spin again. So here they are. <laughs> Cause 
I don't know how to fix this You see when a rocket needs that spark And all I know is you like biscuits If everything returned to family invite you to visit downtown Toronto's oasis of Irish hospitality at the Irish Embassy, 49 Young Street at Wellington, and PJ O'Brien's at 39 Colborne, just behind the King Edward Hotel. The Irish Embassy, a landmark of classic architecture, is your downtown destination for drinks, snacks, lunch, or dinner. 
Call 416-866-8282. And just around the corner, enjoy the local pub atmosphere of PJ O'Brien's, serving the best in pub fare and also your downtown venue for an intimate evening dinner. PJ's has live music every Friday and Saturday night. Call PJ's at 416-815-7562. All right, it's time to get off to the nation's capital and talk to Desmond Devoy to get the news from Ireland. Lots of great stuff about Sligo, Desmond. Give us the news. I will. Thanks so much, Mark and Ken. Great to have you two back in studio. And good morning, folks. Desmond Devoy here with the news from Ireland for this week. The news is brought to you by our good friends over at Aer Lingus. Here are the top stories that are making headlines in Ireland. Our top story this morning... The Varadkar government outlined a new 116 billion euro development plan for the next 22 years this week. Project Ireland 2040 was released following a special cabinet meeting held on this past Friday at the Institute of Technology in Sligo. The program envisions that in the coming two decades, Ireland will have an additional 1 million people in its population and 660,000 more working people as much as three-quarters of the growth is expected to be outside of Dublin. Amongst the projects outlined for the National Development Plan includes the M20 Highway Project between Cork and Limerick, plans for a new runway at Dublin Airport, and the Metro Rail Project in Dublin. There are also plans for a dedicated Atlantic Corridor roadway from Donegal to Waterford. There will also be new hospitals and upgrades to health units across the country. About 22 billion euros will be set aside for climate change with a plan to ban all non-zero emission cars by 2030 and changing bus fleets to hybrids. In Dublin, there will be four new Lewis tram lines to Bray, County Wicklow, Lucan, Singlis and Poolbeg, as well as Dart, Dublin Area Regional Transit Extensions, to Drogheda County Louth, Dunboyden County Mead and Maynooth County Kildare. The plan also sees 2,600 extra acute hospital beds and three new hospitals in Dublin, Cork and Galway to tackle waiting lists. Housing-wise, there are plans to build at least 25,000 homes a year by 2020, rising to at least 30,000 a year up to 2027, plus providing social housing for 112,000 households over the next decade. An entire website has been set up for the long list of plans, ranging from expanding mental health services, rolling out the national broadband strategy, and new segregated cycling and walking lanes. Varadkar said that the launch, quote, marks a significant milestone in our country's development, the point at which we put a lost decade behind us and move forward in a new decade of expansion. The Taoiseach said that the plan, quote, follows the spirit of Collins and Lamas as the country approaches its 100th anniversary as a sovereign nation. However, Fianna Fáil leader Michal Martin said that many of the projects were just re-announcements like the hospital and transport plans. He called it a, quote, hugely expensive marketing exercise, according to the Irish Examiner, to fund the election manifesto for the Fine Gael government. Well, while there was plenty of gold and silver and bronze being handed out in Sligo this week, there was less of the same metal falling into Irish hands at the Winter Olympics in Pyeongchang, South Korea. In Olympic sports news this week, an Irish snowboarder came just one spot short of ending up in the top 12 going to the finals. On Tuesday, Seamus O'Connor had a, quote, brilliant first run, according to the Irish Independent, in the halfpipe competitions. He was in 13th place, just 1.25 points away from where he needed to be, but he slipped behind a bit on his second run, pulling a difficult maneuver he had not done in two years, which slowed him down, and he didn't recover, finishing 18th. 
it was still an achievement to be at the Olympics, considering that 16 months ago, he tore all of his leg ligaments during a fall in, the comp- in a competition. While O'Connor represented Ireland before on the slopes of Sochi, Russia, four years ago, Ireland's alpine skiers Patrick McMillan and Tess Arbez made their Olympic debuts on Thursday. McMillan, 26, from Oganello, County Clare, finished in 52nd place. But he was just nine seconds slower than the new Olympic champion Axel Lund Svindal of Norway. With an improved run of four seconds over her first run, Arbez, 20 from Dublin, finished 50th overall in the field of 79. When you put your mind to it, you can do anything, said McMillan. It was only five years ago that he even took up skiing, according to the Irish Independent, and made a promise to make it to the Olympics. Now I've achieved that goal, you should never give up, he said. Arbez is only the seventh Irish woman to compete at the Winter Olympics, and McMillan is only the second Irishman to take part in the Olympic downhill event. However, Arbez comes from an Olympic family. Her brother, Maxim, also skied for Ireland, and her great-uncle competed as a ski jumper for France at the Grenoble Olympics in 1968, according to Reuters. In other news this morning, a Northern Ireland family is in mourning this week after losing a relative during Wednesday's Florida school shooting. 17 people died after a gunman opened fire at Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School in Parkland, Florida. Nicholas Cruz, 19, has been charged with 17 counts of murder, and the South Florida Sun Sentinel reports he has admitted to carrying out the attack. The Belfast Telegraph reports that Cara Lochran, 14, was amongst those killed. Her brother, who is also a student at the school, saw the massacre taking place but survived. Their family is from Toonbridge, and their grandmother is believed to still live in the county Antrim village. It is believed that their father emigrated to the United States 15 years ago according to the Belfast Telegraph. Meanwhile, RTE News reports that another Irish family, the Hurleys, who moved from Clontarf County, Dublin, six months ago to Florida, were able to reunite with their 16-year-old daughter, Adelina Hurley, who fled the school with her class during the attack. And there you go, folks. That was the news from Ireland for this week. The news is brought to you by our friends at Aer Lingus. Traveling to Ireland and Europe has never been easier with Aer Lingus' year-round direct service from Toronto to Dublin, with connections available from more than 10 Canadian cities to Dublin. Smart flies, Aer Lingus. Find out more about them online at www.airlingus.com. That's www.aerlingus.com. Now you're up to date. Now it's back to Toronto. With, by way of Limerick, with Keolagus Crack for this week. So, until next week, folks, Slan Go Foil. Very good. Thank good you, Desmond. Desmond. Very good. As always, very entertaining and very knowledgeable man yeah. around the news. I think you're slipping him a few bucks now to start throwing Sligo into the so news a bit to. more. We'd never make the news otherwise. Leash hasn't been in the news for a long time. The whole cabinet down in Sligo yesterday. Amazing. <laughs> anyway. Well, as we said, we have uh, Diane Flanagan uh, in studio with us today. You're very welcome, Diane. Thanks for having me. Now, I have to get this out first, but have you been practicing the flag raising <laughs> business? Huh? I haven't Is been practicing. Is it right hand over left, I, left yeah. hand over right? How does this happen? I've had so many phone calls from my dad where he just remembered one more thing that I should know <laughs> about flags and flag raising. And Where's and all his experience you coming do, from? you do, don't let the flag touch the ground. Yes, dad, <laughs> you sent me to the girl guides. I know this information. <laughs> no, but no, but listen. <laughs> <laughs> That's ah, very good. He's very proud. That's great. That's coming, is he coming out for it? He's not. No, no, no he's no. not. We'll take pictures. We'll put it <laughs> yeah, up. We'll take yeah. video of it. Yeah. That'll be a great day for sure. Yeah. For sure. 
Good. So there's been a bit of a change here. You want to tell us about some there stuff that's going has, on? Yeah, there has a big, big change. So um, as you know, we're uh, we had been partnered with Pieta House and Do Darkest Light for the last three years. Right. Um, so this year, the change is we're going to partner with Solace House in New York, Wonderful. and we're going to run the Sunrise Walk. So it's change of name. But behind it all, it is the same people, it's the same walk, it's the same reason. Um, So it's suicide prevention. Um, We're still trying to do that. We're still trying to get people to come together and raise awareness. Um, The reason we're gone to um, Solace House is um, Joan Freeman, who started Pieta House, has started Solace House in um, New York, and she's moving across the States rapidly, as Joan does. And she has great um, aspirations of opening in Toronto, and Toronto will be the first in Canada to open. Excellent. So we want to help her do that. And we know good. we can do that because the community is so behind us. Yes. That's so yeah. yeah. Yeah, I don't think people will be too concerned about uh, about the pivot here. No, I and hope more not. More no. so, I yeah, I don't think you should see any change in the support for the cause itself, right? No, I think I, you know what the community has really taken it to yeah, this to brilliant. their hearts, and they're really supportive. So yeah. the only thing is, we are the week after. We're the nineteenth of May, so that's the only change. Yeah, nineteenth okay. yeah. of May, the sunrise walk. Yeah, and have we got a, a route already? Same route, yeah. starting Jack Layton Ferry Terminal out to Ireland Park and back again. So same route. Good yeah. stuff. Yeah. And a website for people to. Uh, website is under construction because we kind of okay. threw um, Salas House. Or a loop and said let, let us in let us in so they had yeah. to go back to the drawing board and redo the website okay. yeah. but our Facebook is up so Wonderful. contact us on that um, and there's an email address on our Facebook so any questions at all email us yeah. and we'll get back to you and remind us how many people walked last week. Last, last year, year was 568 Wow okay That's fantastic yeah. Get over the 1000 could we do you know what? I'm chasing lifting. that thousand That's for three years. <laughs> That'd be a great uh, number. Yeah. Let's set that target now. A thousand yeah. people. Yeah. 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 Surely can sh- swap a Taoiseach for a hundred. So if we got rid of a yeah. Taoiseach, we'd get an extra That's hundred. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> play to end it. He yeah. walked in it last year, didn't he? He did. He, he yeah. did. <laughs> he probably doesn't remember walking in it. No, I'd say not. No, he was just dragged <laughs> from PJ's down here. Let's, this is what we're doing next. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, that should be the target anyway. A thousand people. A thousand, yeah. And at some stage in the next couple of years, maybe we'll hit it. But yeah, who knows? Maybe this year. Should we'll pump the you-know-what out of this thing we will for indeed. a while. Yeah, for sure. That'll we might six. even make it this year, would we? That'll get six people for sure. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> We might make it this year, yeah. La- the last the last couple of years we've been out of town. We have, yeah. And yeah. we would have been out of town had it been the same date this year. So maybe we'll be around. Great. Give, yeah. give it a yeah. lash. That'll be a Saturday yeah. morning, will it? Yep, Saturday morning, we'll yeah. Con- we'll do the show Straight. down there. Yeah, maybe do that. Get some punter in here to take care of the boards that's oh great yeah. well, that's, that's, that's that's great yeah a lot of um hey listen a lot of relief i'm sure that we can still do something right yes so absolutely yeah. yeah and and joan has huge ambition and, yeah. and you know she really wants this to happen so would she come up for this do you think maybe she be busy lazy secret she might be here for the launch oh, oh okay now you see now. okay well let us know yeah so it's in around the end of march so yeah wow i wonder would she even go on a radio show and have a chat yeah now she's already said that she might so oh, there you go you <laughs> see look at that <laughs> Sorted. In like Flint, huh? She'd be our first senator. Oh, now there you, you see. go now. Yeah. She could be distinguished by that. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> got that could surprise. be her legacy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's great. Good Excellent. stuff. All right, so Facebook is out there. What's the email address? Do you have that? Uh, sol- oh, now you've put me on the spot because oh, I started. Solace Sunrise Walk to you at outlook.com. At outlook.com. Yeah. 
All okay. right, so we'll give that out later. All and right. we'll put it up Very on good. the website at some Great. stage too, yeah. so we'll have that. All right, we'll play a wee bit of music. We should have Johnny Doohan calling in, yeah. and uh, we'll be chatting with uh, more with Diane as the uh, the show goes on. So uh, this is one of uh, one of his tracks, and uh, maybe somewhat appropriate, but uh, don't give up till it's over. Right there, that is Mr. Johnny Doohan, and uh, don't give up till it's over. And on the line, calling in from Barna in County Galway, well, hey. is Johnny himself. Good morning, Johnny. You're very welcome to Keologus Crack. 
good afternoon to you. Yes, from of course. My, from my end. From your end, it is the afternoon. You're dead, you're dead right. That's a lovely town, Barna, there. Uh, uh, what's the weather like today over there? It's nice. It's been very, very, very cold for the past month and a half, but it, it's, it's, it's warming up a bit today, and it's nice and bright. It's, it's blue skies over the bay, Galway Bay, you oh, know. Oh, yeah, it's gorgeous. Beautiful, beautiful view of the ocean Lovely from right there. part of the world, indeed, yeah. yeah. Now, where do we start with, uh, with Johnny? This man is uh, an enormous talent. He's mm-hmm. a singer, a songwriter, an author. Johnny... You started out when you were young too, 15 was it, I believe, and you started? Um, yeah, I started when I was, I, start, I was in a band when I was about 14 and I was professional when I was 16 and uh, I was in London uh, in the swinging 60s uh, playing in front of Jimi Hendrix and and also Brian Jones and various people from uh, from the rock world in them days, you know. I was in a, a rock band myself and... Uh, Enjoyed all that, you know, up until uh, I was about 21. And then I decided to be, to, to focus in on folk music and and writing and then spend a lot of time at that, you know. I got sick of the uh, rock and roll world, uh, <laughs> to be quite honest with you. Too much, too much <laughs> pressure or too much fun? Uh, well, you know, it, it's strange I should just mention. We, we The first club I played in when I was, I think I was 17 when we arrived in London, we were in the speakeasy, and Jimi Hendrix came in, and uh, Brian Jones, and then a, a band called Canned Heat. Uh, and the thing that I realized after about a year was that all three of them, all three of the people that had been watching us, were dead from oh the God. excesses of the 60s. Good Lord. <laughs> so I began to reflect on it as I get older. And, you know, it was good that I started out so young, because by the time I was 21, I, I had become fairly sensible and uh, and and then a strange thing happened I, I was invited to join another band and go back to London and um, these fellows were um, they called themselves St. James's Gate and uh, I tweaked by the name that they were probably into drink <laughs> <laughs> and it turned out St. James's Gate is a famous place in Dublin you know where they made the Guinness yeah, indeed. and uh, <clears throat> these guys used to spend more time down in the pub talking about what we were going to do. But they had a great uh, sax player who was great at getting big deals and uh, he had a few different record companies interested in it. And I, I went along with that for a while, but then I, I again, I got tired of it. And I ended up living out in the country and, and my girlfriend's parents' farm in, in County Galway, uh, a place uh, called Woodlawn. It's, it's out, out in the bogs. Right. And... Um, while I was out there, I started writing songs. I, I wrote my first real song. Now, you must remember, I started when I was 16. Uh, and by the time, I think it was 26 or 27 when I wrote what I consider to be my first song. And it's the first song that's actually on the, a new album that's um, Art Music. An English company, strangely enough, a UK company, have just brought out. And um, for the past 20... 30 years I've been releasing my own albums uh, because I wanted to do it independently without any interference from outside companies. I, I kind of lost, <clears throat> I lost faith in a lot of the way the companies operate back in the, in the, in the 60s. They kind of mold bands and, and try and turn them into something that they're not. Right. And um, so 
I, I went independent, but I was delighted when Art Music contacted me and they, said they just wanted to bring out a compilation of my work uh, over the years, you know, and <clears throat> so they allowed me kind of free reign to pick the songs and, and they had an input. I had to put on all, all my popular ones, very popular. The most popular song I've written is probably The Voyage. And... Um, but another one of my it's it's very popular for Christy Moore. He's, uh, mm-hmm. he's I think he has about three or three or four million hits between all the different versions he does uh, on YouTube. And lots of other people have recorded the song as well, including the Irish tenors. They brought out a version in America and it sold millions. So you know that had that had to go on it, and a lot of other. Popular songs that I've written. Don't give up till it's over. The Dubliners recorded that one, the one you opened with there. That's right, mm-hmm. yeah. Ronnie Drew rang me out of the blue one day and he said, um, I'll never forget it. He invited me in for a for a cup of tea, for a lunch actually into the um, into a hotel in Galway, into the Radisson, and uh, we had we had soup and we discussed <laughs> music and songwriting and singing. He was great into um, talking about other singers interpreting songs and he had a lot of fairly negative things to say about a number of very famous singers who he felt didn't concentrate enough on the lyrics they were singing they were more interested in pro- projecting their own kind of personalities more than the actual songs they were singing I, I found Ronnie very interesting but I'll, I'll never forget it um, we were having soup for lunch it was just a quick lunch we were having more chat than anything else and then, then the um, the waiter brought along the coffee afterwards, and a little plate with three biscuits on it. And Ronnie looked up at the um, he, he looked up at the, uh, the the guy who had served us, and he said, um, "You wouldn't bring a, a knife along for the third biscuit, would you?" <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's and good. Uh, Ronnie could be very spiky like that, you know. <laughs> I'll never forget it. <laughs> Oh, well, I went off with his tail between his legs. But uh, <laughs> you know, what I loved about Ronnie was uh, he rang me up out of the blue then a, f- a few months. He'd recorded the song of mine on a- another solo album he brought it out, and then he rang me out of the blue one day. He was in a recording studio, and he said, we're just about to record Don't Give Up Till It's Over for our 40th anniversary album. And do you mind if I change one word? And I said, what one is it? And he said, it's just I want to change in the end to a bot. <laughs> and I said, Jesus, Ronnie, I said, you know, feel free. I don't know where exactly you want to change it, but uh, feel free. I said, if you knew the liberties other people take when they when they record your songs. Uh, I, so he has great respect for, for the lyric Ronnie drew, you know. He, and we became very friendly after that. He used to call any time he was in Galway. And he's been quoted as saying that you are one of his favourite songwriters as well. I, so. You know, that really took me by surprise. It was on one of his uh, his solo albums. It was another song called, um, I forget what it is, it's on my Just Another Town album. I sent him a copy of this and, and he recorded uh, one, of the, one, of the main, one of the main songs on it. Um, the title has gone out of my head. Now, Always Remember, oh, Always good. Remember yeah. the Sun. You know, a very positive clip. But he, but he said something very interesting to me. It always stuck in my head. Uh, he said, most people, when they get songs, you know, from other writers and things, they don't uh, 
they don't spend enough time trying to figure out how to sing them properly, you know. And uh, I, I think he's right about that, you know, because um, they, are, they record them too soon after writing them or, or getting them. Right. You know, instead of living with them for a while and then you, you kind of learn how to shape the song around your your way of doing it, you know, and... and I, I know exactly what he me- what he means. You know, see, sure. he was the kind of guy that really thought a lot about singing. It must uh, be. Uh, is it is it difficult? I mean, you've written for Mary Black, Dolores Keane, as you mentioned, Ronnie Drew, Christy Moore. Do you find it difficult writing those songs and and letting somebody else take them? Well, as, as I as I said to Ronnie one day, I have never ever sat down to write a song for anybody. You know, right. it's just that uh, when I record them, sometimes somebody else will come into my head and I might send them off to them. I, I actually, one of my favorite songs that, uh, that anybody has ever recorded is Dolores Kane's version of uh, a song of mine called After the Dream, which was never released, actually. And, and You know, I was released, I think, in a limited... Uh, it was in a film that I wrote the music for and uh, the company brought out a limited edition, but it never actually went out as a, as a single or... And it was never on an, an album as such. So it's only recently that I've, I've got... A, it's up on YouTube. It's called After the Dream by Dolores Keane. And if you if you go and see it, you'll see how I actually uh, found it again. Right. Put it, put it up on YouTube. Because I did it specifically for a... I think it was a German guy that contacted me and he said he'd been looking for the song for about 20 years since, since he'd heard it because he, he liked it so much. But it's mainly Dolores's voice is so beautiful, you know. I mean, at that stage, it was at its peak. That's brilliant. Um, yeah, we'll we'll look out for that one for sure. And we should give the uh, the title of your uh, album too. That is out. It's the Irishman's Finest Collection, and it is Arc Music. So if people are out there looking for it, yeah, pick it up. Are you, you you'll find it on you know you'll find it on the net somewhere as well. You know, on iTunes and all those kind of places. All the local places, exactly. Yeah. Well, very good. Are you touring this album, Johnny? I, I will be doing some uh, I will be doing some gigs. Uh, in fact, I did one last week in U- UL and Limerick. Um, uh, it was just an afternoon concert, and I was also doing a kind of a song workshop. Workshop, um, and and it was it was really nice. I hadn't I hadn't been on stage for a, a good while, so I'm looking forward to doing other dates. Uh, I'm doing one up in Dublin and. I'm doing a couple, I think, in in, in Galway, and uh, I'm even down in Listowel and Castle Bar. They're, they're generally art centres, places where you get a good listening audience. You know, right? Yes, yeah. Uh, sort of. Some people, some singers, tell me that they find it very hard to sing in art centres because, you know, they, they they like the distraction of having you know people around them, maybe in a pub where they're not concentrating so much on the lyric. And I always bark at that. I say, but Jesus, isn't that what you want? But <laughs> I know what they mean because it can be, it's almost like going out in the, the tightrope, you know? Yes, yeah. If, if you forget any of the words, and I've seen lots of big singers do that, uh, it can be very embarrassing, you know? But uh, I, I've learned over the years how to get over the, these kind of hiccups. Indeed. Well, we'll have to get you out to Canada sometime. You have not been, so... Uh We'd love to. Be we'd love to get you this side of the pond. I'd love to go over myself. <coughs> As I was, I, I think I was telling you earlier. You know, 
many, many years ago, when I brought, when I brought out my first album, came out, uh, uh, it was an international deal I had with Arista Records, and they, they released an album of mine. And uh, the McGarrigals were in Dublin, and they heard it, and, they, and they, they, the sisters, and they bought copies, and they brought them back to Canada, and they really liked the songs, and I was delighted, you know, it was one of the first uh, accolades I got from... Yeah, from really other good. artists, and uh, it stuck with me. And two great Canadian singers there were, like, you know. Indeed, indeed. Well, you're very good for doing this, Johnny. We really appreciate you calling in from uh, from Galway, and uh, we wish you the very best. Absolutely. And, How uh, long have you been going out there? Well, we, uh, we've we been going at this show for five years. We took it over from uh, a good pal of ours who unfortunately passed away too early in life, uh, a man by the name of Eamon O'Loughlin from from uh, Clare and yeah. he had been running the show for uh, about 16 years and really uh, we, so you uh, must have a good audience over there oh so there's, there's there's at least three of them listening in now you'll be fierce popular with them <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure there are lots of Irish people over there oh, there are yeah, yeah, tons of loads of us yeah, out here lots and, of them. and we have as I yeah. said to you on the phone we have a young lady Diane Flanagan out here uh, from Limerick as well so uh, she's on our show this morning too so well, I am. Well, pass on my regards. I was I was down there last week, as I say, in UL, you know, doing a, a little show myself. And where in Limerick are you from? Um, I'm from right in the heart of the city. In fact, I wrote a, a, a full album about growing up in Limerick called Just Another Town. As I say, it's the opening song on my new collection. All right. Uh, and it's the, the whole album, as I say, is is almost like a hymn to the city I grew up in. Okay, all right. Well, and, and I remember, hands. I remember, I remember being on. Uh, I was on the radio show with Pat Kenny. Do you know Pat Kenny? Oh, yeah, doing that. Yeah. RT and he's almost as famous as us. <laughs> and he said to me, "17 uh, songs about growing up in Limerick." <laughs> 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 it had a bad reputation at oh, that time. Yeah. You know? oh, indeed. But uh, I mean. You know, every city is the same. You know, ah, there's, there's trouble in you know in troublesome areas, and there's it's a great place, really. You know, and it uh, depending on how you write about it, I I I wrote with love and affection, and and reality as well. You know, you have to bring all the the, the real stuff of yeah. life into, or else it doesn't work. Indeed. Well, Good we're stuff, gonna Johnny. we're gonna play one of your uh, your ones that Christie made. Very famous, and that's the voyage. We'll uh, we'll play this one for you as well. Yeah. Thanks, Johnny. Thanks a million for doing this, Johnny. Thanks a million for having me. We'll chat I to know. you again. All the best. All the best. Bye bye. Good luck. Bye. Guide us, we steered our own course. 
When you think of Irish tradition, what comes to mind? Live music, great hospitality, and a pub atmosphere of laughter and song imported from the Emerald Isle itself. And one of Ireland's greatest imports is the Keane family, serving up the finest fare and crack this side of County Galway since 1991 at the Galway Arms. The family-owned pub has been charming patrons since, well, last century, and as a result attracts some of the GTA's greatest Irish characters. Known far and wide for its chef-designed menu and traditional Irish music, it's also Toronto's home of Gaelic games live from Ireland on the big screens. You can like them on Facebook, and you're sure to like them in person. Visit thegalwayarms.ca to view daily specials. The Galway Arms, your home away from home, and not too far from home, at 838 the Queen's way in Etobicoke. Call 416-251-0096. Make a date and make it for the Galway Arms. The Auto Show is back. It's the 2018 Canadian International Auto Show presented by the Toronto Star and Wheels.ca. The biggest, the best. See what the new movement is all about. Auto Exotica presented by Castrol. The world's finest automobiles featuring Bugatti, McLaren, Pagani, and the world's fastest production car, the Kudigzeg Ajura RS, never before seen in Canada. Get behind the wheel of Audi's 2018 lineup. Test drive the Q5, A3, e-tron, and the Q7. Imagine 15 days on an adventure of a lifetime. It's CAA's Alaska Adventure Contest. Auto show is for the whole family. Two kids, two adults, only $47. It's the Volkswagen family admission ticket. Over 1,000 new cars and light trucks, all under one roof. There's only one auto show. The 2018 Auto Show, presented by the Toronto Star and Wheels.ca. The new movement, Metro Toronto Convention Centre, on now until February 25th. Good stuff. All right, lots of chat on the show today. Yes. Well, Diane is here. Diane, maybe give out that email address again yeah, if people want to get in touch with you. Yeah, it's to at outlook.com. So anything you want to ask or if you just want to know more, just... Give us a shout and we'll get back to you. Great stuff. And you have uh, Progress Place, an event coming up. Yeah, so we partnered last year with Progress Place who are on Church in Wellesley. Um, they're a clubhouse um, 
for anyone who wants to drop in and, and be there. They help people with mental health issues all the time. They have this amazing program, Back to Work program. Um, and so we've, we were delighted to partner with them last year um, and even more delighted to hand them a check for over $11,000 wow. that was Wonderful. raised through Dark Into Light. So they have their own event coming up on the 1st of March, which is their business breakfast. Um, and they just get lots of people in and tell them, share the news really of what they're doing and um, and how you can become involved. So we are helping them to spread the word in Toronto. Um, so if anyone would love to come along, email me at that address, um, Sala Sunrise Walk to you, and I can get back to you and see if we can get you to come along. Wonderful. That's so great. Well, fair play to you for coming in here. We'll, thanks uh, for having me. Get the calendar going here and then we'll uh, come back and chat. Now arriving in Canada, Guinness Hop House 13, all the way from the Open Gate Brewery at St. James Gate in Dublin. Double hopped for a more flavourful lager, from the first sip to the crisp finish. Earning its name from the original Hop House 13 at St. James Gate. Available at select pubs and now arriving across Canada in 500ml cans. Guinness Hop House 13. More hops, more taste, more character. All right, where we go with the uh, the calendar, and you'll find all the dancing classes information on our website. Also, the Toronto Irish Players, Mark, you were down at this event last night. Diane, you were backstage, but Little Gem is a little gem. It yeah? is a little gem, and I'd highly recommend it um, for a good laugh and um, uh, just a, a fantastic event. Right, it's a great show. It's a great show. Great show. Yeah. That's it, folks. Well, it runs right through till March 3rd, so make sure you get out there. You can uh, contact the uh, TorontoIrishPlayers.com and get ticket information, or you can give them a shout, 416 Four four zero two triple eight. The Mayo Association uh, Pub Night is happening at the Galway Arms on February the 24th, and that kicks off at 8 p.m. On Saturday, the uh, 24th of February, the Kyoltus uh, Langan Gorman Branch will host an Irish day with uh, workshops in Irish language, singing and music, and you can get in touch with them. Uh, give Maureen a shout at 416-446-6993 or M. O'Leary2001 at rogers.com. Sunday, February the 25th, is the 40th annual concelebrated Mass in honour of St. Patrick at St. Celia's Church on Annette Street there, and that all starts at 3.30. There'll be a blessing of the shamrock, and um, the principal celebrant and homilist is His Excellency, His Excellency Bishop Wayne uh, Kirkpatrick. And um, you can get in touch with them there, 416 416- Seven six nine eight one six three, and on Wednesday, February the twenty eighth, there's the Celtic Studies Speaker Series at the Charbonne Lounge at St Michael's College on Mary Street, and you're invited uh, to come and listen to a talk on families, histories, and novels. And you can get in touch with the folks there at uh, Celtic dot Studies at utoronto.ca. And the Chris Langan weekend is also coming up, um, and that is taking place on Friday, March the 2nd. That entire weekend, there'll be workshops and concerts going on as well. More information on our website. And, of course, we have the flag raising and the IPOY event happening on Sunday, March the 4th at the Toronto Hilton. Tickets are $70, and you can book your spot there at IPOYToronto at gmail.com or contact Cormac Monaghan, 416-904-7818, and the Ireland Fund of Canada, 
invites us all out to the St. Patrick's Day luncheon on Friday, March the 9th. And you can get information from them as well at the Ireland Fund of Canada. And of course, on our website, SaturdayIrishRadio.com. Good man yourself. <coughs> there you go. And um, uh, UCD have prevailed in the Sigerson Cup final by Very one good. point. There was a fellow who played in a game earlier today in the Corrafin uh, club game who got into a Garda car and they drove him all the way down to be brought on in the Sigerson game. You're joking, man. Yeah. That's Two games, else. right? Amazing. That's a great use of Garda resources. It though, is it? indeed, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. it's better than them stealing a taxi. <laughs> probably, probably. Diane, thanks a million for coming thanks in. Thanks for having me. And yeah. uh, we really appreciate when you can make it into the studio. So that's uh, a thousand. It's great having you. A thousand. A thousand. A thousand. That's yeah, the number. A thousand. A thousand. Yeah. All right. All right, good stuff. Uh, Mark, here's another one for you. I know you love this, uh, the old man song, and it's the beer ah, mats. Yes. So uh, we'll close out with that one. Slam, folks. We'll chat to you next week. Well, the tears have all been shed now. We said our last goodbye. His soul's been blessed, now he's laid to rest. It's now I feel alone. He was more than just a father, a teacher, my best friend. He can still be heard in the tunes we shared when we played them on our own. Now I never will forget him For he made me what I am Though he may be gone, memories linger on And now I miss him As a boy, take me walking Through mountains, fields and streams He'd show me things Not known to kings His secret between him and me Like the colours of the pheasant As he rises in the morn How to fish or make a wish beside the holy tree. Now I never Programming for our Irish community.